Oh, shoot. Love you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis, 706. Bill's on the sticks. What a morning it is. Packed house today. We brought the fire yesterday, knocked it out of the park. But today, we, you got to follow up with something stronger. We've got Major Brian Vaughn, Huntersville PD, joining us in studio today. We're talking about fentanyl. It's a business model I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. And it's something we need to take seriously for the kids, for everyone. I, I'm, I'm, I have a lot of questions. I'm trying to understand. Are people buying it? Is it just getting stuck in things? It doesn't make sense to me. It was different back in the day for us, Bill. It was different in school. It was different than it is today. Social media, drugs, it's all different now. Look, it used to just be about the devil's lettuce. That was all it was about back in the day. It's changed now, though. The pills, I'm trying to comprehend. I got a four-year-old son. I got a two-year-old daughter. It matters. This is real. Local community. When it starts in your local community, it's, it, we got we to do something. Parents, parents, we got to pay attention. We got to pay attention. I'm big on, like, terms, terminology, these slang words. You know, when you see, you, look. When my kids get a phone, if they ever get a phone, you know I'm going to be in them text messages. You know I'm going to be up in them text messages. What y'all talking about candy for? Like, think I don't know about candy? See, that's how it's going to be for me. That's how my life's going to be. Then we've got Joshua Doby coming on later, a certified financial planner. The smoothest voice in radio you will hear. He'll be dialing in today to talk to us. If you've got a thought, if you've got a question, 844-STUDIO-4. Again, we've got Major Brian Vaughn, who's going to be in studio with us. We're going to start that at about 730 uh, he's actually here already because he, he, he got a call, said there were shenanigans going on at this building. He crossed over into Cornelius. They worked it out. The, the department's working together on this. We were causing too much trouble. He knew he had to get here early. Thankfully, we belayed the order. We got everything under control. Everything's good. Word of the day coming up at 7.15. Got to get your knowledge every day. That's why we do the word of the day. We're going to check in with Jeff with iCats, find out what's going on on the streets. Got to get you your traffic update. If you're looking for an alternative transportation option, ICATS, three bucks. Anywhere in Iredell County, they'll pick you up. They'll take you to Charlotte. Express route. All you have to do is sit in the nice chair, cruise on down in the HOV lane, stick your hand out the window, and wave to everybody stuck in traffic. That's all you got to do. It's that easy. We're looking forward to a fun morning. Bill, how was your evening last night? It was great. It was really nice. Strong. Yes. What'd you do? Anything fun? Um, no, it was kind of a little wet and muggy outside, so I just uh, relaxed. Did just nothing. hung out. Yeah. Did it rain in Charlotte? It did. Did it rain up here? I think it rained a little bit, maybe. Maybe it's a little bit. Kenyo? Wasn't here. Yeah. Was not here. You weren't here. You were in Charlotte because you yes. live in Charlotte. Did you right. uh did you hit the gym last night or did you do that during the day yesterday? I can't did remember. Did it during the day yesterday? Okay. Because uh, you saw your brother yesterday, right? Or I saw was that my the day brother. Before? I've seen my brother two days in a row now. Very cool. And now are you guys coordinating this at that now point? We are. Okay, now so we now are. we're we're synced up. We're Correct. locked in. Correct. You guys like buys and tries together? Is that is that how it works when you go in there? You or? know, we just go around, we see heavy things, we pick it up, we move it a couple times, relax, high five, repeat. Well, I told you I I got the the half rack. I bought another half rack. I had gotten rid of the full full rack previously about a year ago. I said, you know what? I I, I beat the game. 
I, I beat the world record of, of most weight deadlifted ever. Okay. And so now I'm back at it. Hit the half rack this morning. Your boy ain't going to move from this table too much today because his legs are like jello. <laughs> it's just how it's going to be. Well, good on you for getting going. I had to, you know, I, you I debated start. last night, but see, me and Noah, we were sitting on the couch. It's about eh, around eight o'clock, close to bedtime. And I'm like, okay, do I go and I go ahead and go work out? Mommy will put him to bed. No, I'm going to put him to bed tonight. And But here was the kicker. We really got engrossed into PJ Masks last night. There was just something about the episode we were watching that really just helped us dive in. What show? PJ Masks. PJ Masks. Is it PJ Masks? PJ Masks. Got my PJs and Masks. Right. Familiar? Not yet. Okay. Disney. It's got on it. Disney. Got to check it out. Okay. Uh, another animated, of course. That's the life I live right now. Right. And so we're having a good time. But here's how it escalates. PJ Masks. It's one of those like great from a creative writing perspective, but the children don't sleep. So Noah is of the belief now at four years old, knowing all knowing of the world, uh, he doesn't have to go to sleep. I see. I Daddy, see. it's time to sword fight. Right. It's not time to sword fight, but I love where your spirit's at right now. Right. I try not to hinder the creativity. You got to shoot the writer a little email. Yeah. Hey, how about you do at least one scene right. where the kids do right. go to sleep? Because like wake up. You something know. like it's right. a dream like right. like no no they they go to school all day they're still awake at night they fight crime that's right. that's usually the premise they of the show they pick up their toys after they're done playing they do right i did check last night too to make sure cuz we had the snafu with the national holiday website i don't know what was going on yesterday i don't know if it was you know russian interference on the internet or anything like that uh but we did check the website this morning national holidays website is up we will talk about national holidays as well excellent you know what i'm super excited for uh, a three-day weekend is just about here. Are you ready? I'm so ready for this. I was excited. I'm serious, man. So my eardrum got blown off. The weekend. You're talking, about, you're talking about Friday Eve right now. Oh, my gosh. Just blew me out of the water. If you're driving right now, I apologize. Major Vaughn, I apologize. Yeah, if, there's Vaughn, a, if there's a wreck on the road after that, I apologize. My gosh. Well, it is Friday Eve. You are correct about that. It is uh, the day That'll we celebrate. three-day weekend. That's right, Labor Day this weekend. We got Labor Day. I, I forgot about Labor Day. I don't know why I forget about that one. It's a weird one because it's like, hey, let's celebrate all the labor by not doing any labor. Right. Is it kind of backward? Like, so sketch, it's unsketch? Right. I mean, I'm all for it since uh, we don't have to do anything on Monday. We won't. So I guess uh, we haven't even announced it yet. So we will not have a show on Monday. Spoiler. Spoiler alert, Monday, we're, we're working on which satellite programming we're going to run, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You'll hear some repeats of some of the local stuff. We've confirmed Representative McNeely uh, will, will run last week's show. Um, I believe Joe Vagnone for Local Biz Now, we're going to run a previous show. Today's Real Talk, our real estate show, we're going to run a different show. Uh, home ad show, Pat's not going to be in. We are going to run satellite during the home ad time frame. Enjoy the time with your family. Hang out, grab them by the neck. Take a random selfie with somebody. Do something fun. You know, take the time that you can. Life is short, 24 hours in a day. I get somber and I talk about that a lot, Bill. You never know when it's going to be your last breath. You just don't. Maybe I'll get outside and, and play a little baseball. What? There it is. You know your boy is there doing is. something different if he's talking about baseball. There it is. The laziest sport in the game. There it is. Come on. I know. I'm sorry. Unwarranted. I know. I know. That's my bad. Bill Russell has challenged me to a, a home run derby. So we're going to go to D-Bat in Huntersville at the end of September. 
He's calling me out. It's more like a put it in play derby. Look, we're going <laughs> to, as long as I can make connections, right. that's all it's about. We're not tracking whether it's a homer, first, or a single, it doesn't matter. So we're going to track it. Uh, loser, and there is no loser, has to wash dishes at Angels and Sparrows. That's what we decided. That, that's, that's what the loser's got to do. But in that scenario, there are no losers. It's got to happen before Thanksgiving. So time is tight. And we're going to have to work that out. Good morning, LKN 844-STUDIO-4. we got Jeff coming up with traffic, our update from ICATS. we got word of the day, plenty of news stories. Major Vaughn's in Huntersville PD talking about fentanyl. We're going to work through this, fam. We're going to work through this together. We're going to find out what's happening on the streets, keeping you informed. Look, you got to learn the lingo. I'm about that lingo. We're going to find out what are these terms these kids are using, what's it look like, what's the process. And then we're going to get to the business owners on this side of it because it don't make no sense. The model doesn't make sense. I'm an entrepreneur. I, I, I have a hard time understanding it. Coming back. Good morning, LKN. Good morning, LKN. 718, Justin Kazepis, Bill's on the sticks. I forgot to even start the day the right way. It's that black powder coffee. It comes right from the drip system that is in my kitchen directly into the cup. And I and I grinded the Columbia beans this week. It was Columbia is what I went for. I wanted a little kick, and I got it. And that's exciting. Now, it gets me a little jittery. So if you're behind the wheel drinking that coffee and it's kicking in right now, well, you got to be safe. And someone to let us know what's going on on the streets. We've got Jeff on the phone. Jeff's with iCats, rideicats.com. You can take the express route to Charlotte two times every morning from Iredo County straight to Charlotte. Three bucks. Jeff, how are the streets looking? Uh, the 77 uh, north and south uh, traffic is heavy, but it's uh, flowing smoothly this morning. Uh, in the Statesville, Mooresville area, I, I haven't heard of any other uh problems and so uh so far so good okay how was uh, have you made your first trip down to charlotte yet or, or are you on your way on the hov waving to everybody right now i i have made my first trip and i am uh here in mooresville uh i leave out at 7 30 for my second trip to charlotte okay now on the bus you got the ac on right now it's cooling down a little bit outside so are you pulling back on the air temperature inside the bus or is it still nice nice and cool so everybody can get a little little extra nap in on the way in it's still nice and cool okay and today's thursday today's the day you guys also go to winston-salem today do you make that trek out there too jeff or is that another driver um, it, it could be uh, s several different drivers. I have made that trip before, um, but when I come back from Charlotte, I do anything from the north part of the county to the south part of the county, uh, wherever they send us. And so uh, we have multiple drivers at different places. And uh, so we're, we're just looking to, to get folks uh, to their destination safely and on time. Do you find it mostly, is it for doctor's appointments why people take the Winston Express on Thursdays? Is that most of the reason why people go toward Winston, or is there other reasons? It, it is. Uh, you know, for, uh, for Mooresville and Statesville, we do take people to, to Food Lion or, or Publix or to uh, Walmart, uh, Target. Uh, uh, so we, we do take people to, to other places beside doctor or dentist appointments, but but for, for Winston, it is mo uh, mainly uh, uh, for doctor appointments. And so from Iredell County to Winston-Salem, what's the cost to ride ICATS there on Thursday? 
That is one dollar each way. A dollar. Jeff, stop. Stop telling people such good news. A dollar to go from Iredell County to Winston and then a dollar back. Jeff, we appreciate you. We'll check in with you at 815, see how the streets are looking. Okay, have a great morning. You as well. All right, there you go. Keeping keeping the streets right, rideicats.com. If you need alternative transportation, look, I don't like sitting in traffic. I don't like riding 77 down. Look, the toll lanes are a mess. I get it. But look, when you ride iCats, you get to enjoy the toll lane. And you can just wave off to everybody. Like you're riding off into the sunset, even though it's the morning time. Bill, what's next? I went, everybody's heard about the bird. It's time for the word of the day. What's the word? Today's word of the day is onerous. Onerous or onerous. 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 You got to look at that pronunciation. Pronunciation. It's an adjective. It is an adjective describing something. Okay. It's not what you do. It describes what you do. Correct. Correct. Onerous. For those following along at home, it is O-N-E-R-O-U-S. Onerous. Onerous. And this is the word of the day. So this is where Bill gives me a word and I've got to guess the definition. Bill, I'm going to need it in a sentence, if I could, please, sir. I can get you that. They were assigned the onerous task of post-show cleanup. The royal task. The royal E. No, 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 no. <laughs> Opposite end? The, the, the lowly task? Closer, closer. Okay. How about another sentence? Uh, if, if you would, please, sir. The government imposed onerous taxes on imports. On excessive. Onerous. Double tax. Onerous. Taxation without representation. No. Very close. I'm dancing on it? You're dancing kind of around it. Not as Am I more wall sitting been. right now than I am two-stepping? Where am I yeah, at? How kind, close? You're kind of wall sitting. You're okay. one foot on the floor. It's a tricky one. It is. It is. It's onerous. Onerous means involving, imposing, or constituting a burden. It typically describes something that is difficult and unpleasant to do or deal with. What appears to be onerous is my ability to guess the definition of onerous. Correct. You see how I used it two times in one I sentence do, again? I do. It's tricky. It, when is you that okay? It is okay. It uh, is okay. Grammatically? Major Vaughn has the onerous task of just sitting through this. Dealing with me right segment. now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we all feel for you. He's being a great sport right he now. Is. We appreciate it. You know, I feel like I'm in the safest room in, in, the, in the town right now. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm in the safest town, the safest room there can be right now. Indeed. The only thing that would make me even more feel more safe is if Apache Solutions was in here as well. You know, we've got a Responsibly Armed Citizen, which airs Saturdays from 1 to 2 p.m. Uh, Tim Kelly, owner, founder of Apache Solutions out in Yadkinville, and then Frank Horvath, our engineer, who's just a jack-of-all-trades, master of all. And so uh, that would be the combo right there. But I feel pretty safe right now with Major Fawn in the room. He's actually making me kind of be calm right now you know usually i'm i'm by this point in the morning bill i'm outlandish this is this is Correct. pretty good I'm, I'm very glad that he is here is that well is that tell me that i need to change my ways during usually in the morning time no, or? i don't want you to change i definitely don't want that but i want a watchful eye on you i'm just wondering who's who's next you know bro right. who's next indicted <laughs> that's usually what i'm wor- worried about that's usually what i'm focused on in the morning what was scary though was okay uh, Mitch McConnell, did you see this clip of him yesterday? This was this is just scary. This is scary. Bill, you got the audio. Roll the audio on McConnell. 
What are my thoughts about what? Running for re-election in 2026. Oh. Stares into the distance. Beautiful horizon. There's a did you sunset. hear the question, Senator? Running for re-election in 2026. Senator, did you hear the question? Did you hear it? She's like shouting in his ear if you all see right, the I'm video. I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. I'm going to need you to talk up next time you talk to the senator. <clears throat> okay. And then there's like this security guy that comes over, right? If you watch the video, then there's like this big security guy who comes over and like whispers something in his ear. You can only imagine, Senator, Senator, are you there? Senator, we're checking in with you. And she, and then the other handler comes back. I don't know if she's campaign. Is she, is she just with him on his office staff? Senator, Senator. She's like yelling in his ear. And, and, and it's scary. He's got that look in his eye that I'm not here look. He's 81? 81. 81. Look, I've told you before, I'm a registered unaffiliated. I don't care about the party. It's just personally. I don't. I vote the person. I don't vote the party. 81, and you can't even comprehend a sentence. It's time to go. It's time to go. There's no other way to say it. I feel the same way when I listen to some of President Biden's stuff. It, I want him to succeed. I want whoever the leader is to succeed. I don't want failure for our country in any way, shape, or form. But when you fall asleep at the chair, what's worse, Bill? Falling asleep, actively sleeping, or just blank deer in the headlights? Which is worse? Um, those are both uh, pretty bad. I, I've never fallen asleep. But I have... Uh, you've never fallen asleep? No, I've never been to sleep Oh, mid-conversation, you've never fallen asleep. No, yes, oh, you got to try it. It's pretty good. Right. I've but, done it. But I have done some passive listening before, and I have, you know... This is my... Like, when you see that. me like this, this is, this is where it comes. Like, this is, this is the move for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just a quick head nod. Correct. I remember, like a school nap. Like chemistry class. Like, this right. was us at Hopewell in chemistry. What is copper? AG. <laughs> You're correct. Because that was 7.15 in the morning. That was about this time. Right. What? How many years ago was that? That would have been 2004. So that was almost 20 years ago to the day. Yep. <clears throat> Unfortunately. What do you think, though? I mean, is, is it worse to 844-STUDIO-4? What's worse? Falling asleep or just not being mentally present? Those are the options, it seems like, right now. That's the level we're reaching to. What's Nancy Pelosi up to these days? Hadn't heard her name in a while. I have no idea. I follow her uh, Twitter stock ticker, though. That one's pretty good. Getting some insight on the financial advice. Correct. That's always fun. Isn't that amazing? You can sit in the room and make a decision about a company, but nope, don't trade on it. Two days earlier. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. I like the game. It's a fun game. It's what they're tra tra taking like. You're, don't right. hold back right now because Major Vaughn's in the room right now. You know no, you've got I'm, a thought on this I'm right not. now. I, I wish I was as good as, at guessing which stocks to pick as Nancy. She knows when to sell. She, she knows, also she, knows when to buy. She's got some top-notch advisors in the right. federal government. Right. I would imagine that's where they come from. Former, former aides, I guess, is that, the, is that the secret lingo once you get out of the political game and then you, you make your way back to the private world? Correct. Former intelligence agent. Correct. My sources inside tell me. Isn't that illegal? No, it's not. No, it's not. Because I, I run it through a trust. Right. That's what I do. That's the game we play. And so we're excited to have later on Joshua Doby on, one of the smartest financial minds I know. It, it is a game. Understand. Never let anybody make you feel bad for learning the game and playing it.
better than anybody else. The IRS, all of that, all the tax code, all this stuff, it's a, set, it's a set game of rules. Play the game. Learn how to play the game. Learn how to be the best. Be a great steward with everything you do in life. That's what I was taught. So I'm going to play the game better than any of them. That's why they hate President Trump. He beat them at their own game. I, th I had this epiphany this morning because I was like, look, it's going to come down the pipeline. Maybe President Biden actually runs again if he doesn't fall asleep and remembers to file whatever he's got to file. President Trump looking like he's going to be the nominee on the Republican Party side. I don't think Biden beat Trump. I'm not talking about the conspiracy theory. I think Trump lost the race himself. The Democrats now are trying to beat Trump. That's not a winning formula for them. Because no matter who you say it to, which the number one selling product, you know, WSICnews.com if you want the t-shirt, is because he's indicted. <laughs> Good morning, LKN. Oh my goodness gracious. Justin Kazepis. I'm going to put him on four. Uh, Major Brian Vaughn's in here. Destruction of property. No, I'm just kidding. We're hanging out. Uh, I was I was just getting in the mindset here. That is my fault, Major. I am so sorry about that. Uh, knocked the microphone over. Broke it on the table. If you're on WSICnews.com, any of the social media platforms, you can watch the video stream. Sitting down now with Major Brian Vaughn of Huntersville Police Department. Talking about fentanyl. Major Vaughn, let's, let's start with you, though, personally. How long have you been with Huntersville PD? Yeah, I've been uh, been with Huntersville for about 22 years now. Um, in my 25th year of police work. Do you still like it? Love it, <laughs> love it. What do you love about Huntersville? Uh, man, it's just that sense of community. Um, you, you know, I, I, my family lives here. My kids, my child, my son goes to school here. Um, I've seen it grow from a small, sleepy town of 15,000 people to over 70,000 people, and uh, and see it stick with the small town roots still and and just that sense of community it's grown a lot it's changed a lot i think back to my family moved here mid 90s and thinking of all the farmland the cow pastures all that that was here and now you've just got neighborhoods and you got commercial and you've got people coming and going how does huntersville pd like currently assess the situation with all the change what's it like internally for you guys as a department how are you viewing all of this and what's the kind of roadmap and vision? So um, one of the things we do well is some, is data-driven policing. You know, we have to focus our resources where it's important to focus those resources. Um, and so we have uh, a crime analyst on staff that she pulls crime stats and so she can give us hot spots of where crimes are, lo are located. Um, so, you know, with the last few years of um, just kind of the state of the country, um, our, our staff has been a little low and uh, we're slowly coming out of that. And so we've just had to adapt to the, to those uh, changing times and um, and direct our police where they're needed most. Are, is Huntersville PD currently hiring? Are you guys looking to hire for certain positions well, or anything? We are. Um, we, we've got a couple openings. There's uh, there's no new no uh, wood to knock on in here but uh <laughs> we're getting close to full staff um it, it that'll be the first time in a long time um you know we typically average about a 15 percent turnover and we're down into single digits right now and so um i think what you're seeing is is that a lot of people are wanting to get back into serving their community um and coming out of 
crazy times. Um, they're wanting to come back in and help and, and make a positive impact on the town. We hear a lot from the uh, several elected officials locally and, and leaders do shows here on WSIC. And we hear from their perspective all the time, particularly in the budget, right, when he talks about the police department and things like that. What's it like from the police department side when working with the town and making requests and letting them know the needs and what's going on in the community? What's it like from your perspective? Well, I think, um, I mean, I can only speak for Huntersville at this point is that we always have had um, very supportive commissioners that come in and, and understand that. Um, that we are the experts in this field. Um, we know what we need to be successful at our jobs. And um, they've been very supportive of what we brought to them. And they've given us the, the um, ability to make the purchases that we need to make purchases on and, and give us the support and the decisions we make with our personnel and uh, making sure that we have a positive impact. Huntersville's got a big downtown plan that they want to develop the downtown to be this beautiful, robust walk, live, work, play kind of environment. Do you think we'll ever have horses in downtown Huntersville for the police department? <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. I'm for it, by the way. I, I, I would be pro-horse. I could see that. It's intimidating, right? Could, like standing behind, like you talk about, you know, kind of like dog's the best friend. Well, you know, get kicked in the face by a horse, <laughs> you know, find out real quick. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like a mic falling over on yeah. you. It's intimidating. <laughs> well, well, we are here to talk about something that is, um, it's scary almost, fentanyl. It's a big national topic, but it is affecting us locally, right? There's the stories obviously out of Huff with overdoses. There's there's other schools and there's drugs, right? There's always been drugs in school, right? I made the joke earlier on the devil's lettuce, right? Like Like weed and probably some other stuff, right, has always been there. It's not new. It was, I would say, a rarity to find heroin, crack, cocaine. That was the extreme. Fentanyl seems like a level that I don't even understand and comprehend, because if I look at this special bulletin that Huntersville PD put out on Instagram, which we'll reshare it, we did like it and share it, we're going to reshare it. There's a diagram on here of a penny. And to give people the, the, the perspective of how much uh, of fentanyl it takes to be considered deadly, it's not the penny. It's a speck on the penny is said to, to for scientifically be enough to kill somebody. Yeah, it's it doesn't it does not take much at all. I mean, um, there's certainly a tolerance that some can build up to it. But um, I think a lot of uh, I think where a lot of overdoses are coming from are some of those first time uses where they're not expecting that to be in what they are experimenting with or what they're trying. Uh, I mean, for example, in uh, 2022, uh, the DEA seized almost 60 million pills uh, that contained fentanyl, fake pills, um, fake Oxycontins and Adderall and Xanax, um, and, and also about 13,000 pounds of fentanyl itself. And uh, what that the biggest number that I that comes out of that to me is there is enough lethal dosages of fentanyl to kill every American in the United States right now. Oh, my gosh. Um, so you're not just zoning out. You're not just you know, it's it, it's there's it's deadly. It's deadly. <laughs> and so that leads me to the to the. OK, are, are people buying fentanyl intentionally or is it? predominantly just snuck into things like like when you when you make an arrest or when you guys you know talk to somebody and, and you have relationships with people that truly have addictions that need help and i have no doubt there's relationships there what is the word on the street are people buying fentanyl or is it just being stuck in at random things i think um most of it is being produced um a, a lot of the fentanyl is being produced in china and mexico 
And after it's produced there, it's being slid into other things that are brought across um, in the drug trade, um, finding it a lot, mixed in a lot with the Percocets and the Xanax and some of those things that are get abused um, when people are, start getting addicted to painkillers. Um, and then they unknowingly will take a an illicit drug that they're not prescribed that they don't know where it came from they don't know the ingredients and uh, it'll end up being mixed in and contained in those things and then it's it's brought in across the border uh, predominantly through mexico it comes across the border i think when you know when most time a story hits the headlines it's not really new it's just finally becoming to the to the consumer we'll say of course what's been the lead up then for the past few years? Have you guys seen it for a while? And it's like, Hey, we really need to continue to try to push this out there. And I have no doubt you guys have done things in the past, but I'm just saying like, how long do you think it's been a, you know, issue, particularly locally? I think, um, I think locally it's just, it has started to just, uh, slowly increase. It wasn't just like a flip of a switch. You know, there wasn't a one day we had it or one day we didn't and the next day we did. Um, I think it's just been a, a slow influx of of the drug coming in um, through illegal drug sales. And, and has it been in schools predominantly, do you find it? Or is it, I guess you don't even know if it's in there, right? Because if it's like Xanax or anything else, you don't even know unless you guys test it. Right, that's true. Um, you know, it, it's not as prevalent in the schools at this point as as what it may be in other places. Um, I, I think that uh, the teachers and staff at the schools and then also having our SROs in the schools um, do a good job about education and helping the teachers to see and understand what they're looking for if they see uh, illicit drugs out. Um, you know, it, it doesn't know it doesn't know a stranger, you know, it, it, if if it, if somebody's willing to try it, you know, it's going to be out there and people have access to it. And I'm looking at some of these pictures again on the bulletin and we'll repost it. I mean, this looks like sweet tart candy. This this looks like candy. I think that's um, I think that's one of the big things of, you know, getting children or adolescents and then young teens. It's just like everything else in in our society, you know. It was uh, maybe it still is vaping, but you know, it's it's the cool factor of yeah. it. Um, and then you see something that looks like candy, um, and you don't know any better. You don't know what fentanyl is. You don't know what those things are. Um, and then you end up taking it. And I think that that's where it's important for the parents to parent and make sure that they're, as you said earlier, in their business, um, yeah. not letting them have any of their alone time and then the teachers need to be really observant and looking for these things because that's why they're that's why there's some that are bright colors you know it's a it's attractive to a adolescent i've said it multiple times i've got a two-year-old daughter she ain't gonna have daddy issues she ain't gonna have no daddy <laughs> issues in this household and so parents you you gotta be willing to have the conversation i know it's tough i know you want to love your teenager i know you want to give them their space and let them grow and and live life and but if we're not actively engaging in this conversation you may not have a teenager to see grow up. You may not have a teenager walk across the stage at graduation. Your teenager may never become a true adult and live life and flourish and have their own family and be able to do all the wonderful dreams and visions that you've got for them and that you know they have the potential of. So be active. Be active in the relationship. I, I know it's tough. Look, I'll tell you, my, again, my two-year-old, she's not a teenager, thank the Lord, yet. But she yells at me as if she is a teenager. My four-year-old son definitely knows more than I do on most days. But we've got to engage. And so one of the things I think that's that really is almost where we have to be most vigilant on is the social media and the phones. 
the technology piece because it, it, it's such access at such a young age. So Radio Fam, when we come back from this break, we, we're going to talk about the technology piece, maybe a couple of tips, Major Vaughn, if you can give us for things to look at. We're going to talk about some of the terms. What, so, if, so if parents, if you're hearing conversations, and, and you may, and it doesn't mean that every kid who, who tries this is a bad kid. I mean, it's at, it's at Huff. It's at, it's at, it's at probably Hopewell. It's at, it's at North Mech. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's, you, you could be the smartest student in the room and still be looking for, for this hope and this feeling that you're searching for which is a different conversation, but we're going to come back with Major Vaughn. Digital fam, we are going to stick with Major Vaughn during the break because I got to get some personal information out of him. I got to find out who is this guy sitting at the table right now with me. We're going to find out a little bit more personal information. Radio fam, we're going to come back. Good morning, LKN. We'll open up, open up the phone lines, 844-STUDIO-4. Maybe you got a question for Major Vaughn. We ain't going to turn this into the tip line. That's not what WSIC is, but hey, we'll, we'll direct you in the right place. Coming right back, fam. All right, Major Vaughn, we're still on social media. So okay. we are on the video stream still on, on uh, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter, uh, X, and which is a funny name, right? That's, isn't that a bad I, name? Like X? Like, like Twitter yeah. is now X? Anyway, I don't that, understand. Yeah. <laughs> and then LinkedIn. Uh, okay. Favorite restaurant in Huntersville? Go. Oh, man. That's a tough... Man, you caught me off guard with that. <laughs> Let's see. If I left right now... Man, I've got one for each. I've got one for breakfast. I've got one for lunch. Give them and to I've me. I've got one for dinner. Give them to me. Breakfast is... No, I can't do that. Why not? Like... <laughs> it's okay. Breakfast for me is Metro Diner. Beautiful. Oh, the oh, chicken yeah. and waffles, baby. Yes. Mm, crush them chicken and waffles. Yeah. <laughs> mm, okay. Let's see. Lunch. Um, lunch is probably some some Mexican spot. Okay. You know, like La Unica. La Unica. Or some, hey. Like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, dinner. Mm, I'm probably like a Longhorn kind of guy. Oh, classic! Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. You Just get a like a ribeye or like a steak. Or yeah, what? like the yeah, what? A, yeah, a fillet. No, I can't afford it. <laughs> you see what I'm wearing, right? <laughs> no fillet. Okay, so you've seen again a lot of change. You've been here for a long time. What's it like right now? A lot of the conversations around tra you know transportation infrastructure, all that kind of stuff. When you guys have to navigate through all of Huntersville, pretty decent amount of square mileage. What's that like for your officers and your team right now as you navigate the streets? That's one of the things. I, uh, I'm the person that started our motorcycle unit um, seven, eight years ago. You ride? I did. Okay. I don't now. Okay. Um, I did ride. Um, but, uh, you know, that was one of the selling points for that was, you know, hey, this traffic is getting bigger and bigger. This is probably one of our top three issues is traffic crashes. And uh, the quicker we can get to them and the quicker that we can uh, – get roadways clear and moving again, yeah. uh, the better. So um, we're trying to use some of the, some other things like, you know, bike officers and stuff to navigate some of that traffic. But um, as long as there's an orange barrel on the road, <laughs> there's going to be traffic. We're going to have, we have about 30 seconds, but what's it like working with regionally, like with Cornelius, with Charlotte? Because you guys yep. have to do with Charlotte too, yep. right? So what's that like? So we share jurisdictions with all these agencies and we have great partnerships with all of them. You know, we, we all work together for the common good. Um, there's nobody that wants to take their ball and go home. Uh, everybody helps each other out with all their information so we can be successful. And that's what we think too. It's Lake Norman is such a unique area. And because you could be in Huntersville one morning, go to Mooresville, come back to Cornelius Davidson, back to Huntersville, and, and there's a lot of that transiency, right, that's occurring right now, which has been be, uh, contributing to the major changes that are definitely taking place. Digital fam, we're going to rejoin now with the radio fam.
Good morning, LKN. 7.48 on the dot. If you're on your way to work, if you got, if you work that eight to five, eight to four, well, you're gonna have to go in soon. But pop in that earbud, WSICnews.com, all the social platforms. We're sitting down right now with Major Brian Vaughn from Huntersville PD. We're talking about fentanyl. Uh, right before uh, the radio break, Major Vaughn, we were we started talking about terminology. We were talking about family, kids, technology. So what it, what are the na other names that you're hearing for fentanyl besides fentanyl? What are uh, people calling it? <laughs> well, we put up a list of stuff last week. I don't, you know, I, w I almost want to, I want to say them, but I don't want to sound like, you know, like my grandfather when he was talking to me when I was a kid. I want to hear you say them. You don't want to touch that devil's <laughs> lettuce. You know, I don't want this to be too nerdy, you no, know. It's not no. nerdy, but kids in text messages, right? They yeah, utilize for sure. this language. Yeah, and for so sure. parents, let's learn a little bit. Man, there's... um. There's Fetty. Okay. Yeah. Fetty. Why do I feel like I'm being set up somehow? You're not being okay. set up. I okay. promise you, okay. you're not okay. being set up. This I'm, is a serious subject. Why are you okay. making me laugh, uh, uh, Major I'm, Vaughn? I'm sorry. Gosh. Uh, there's uh, Murder 8. Okay. Murder uh, 8. Murder 8. Raspberries. Uh, Apache. China Girl. Okay. You know, there's there's many terms. Um, we shared them. China Girl. China Girl. Okay. I'm assuming maybe because it was maybe it could be China. yeah. I mean, look, the, the, we're not you. You didn't make up these. No, terms. I did not. This is from your no. guys' investigation, your information that you guys have. This is what people are calling it for sure. Um, and and it's easy to Google these. Uh, Google looking for terms on you know what other people use instead of just saying fentanyl. Yeah. Um, we shared this about a week ago on our social media, and this is when you reached out, which I really appreciate of course. you guys doing this and doing a story on this. It is very important. Um, and, uh, you know, we can reshare that, and you're going to reshare it yes. as well. So it, it is. It's just a matter of Googling these things. And, man, it goes back to what we were saying before the break is have that relationship with your child and talk to them about these things. And as cheesy as it may sound for you to say the words to your kids, they're using them and, yeah. and that's important. You got to own it. You know, you, you gotta just got to own it. it. You got to be a parent and own it. I, I had that realization. We went up to App State where our alma mater, a few of us uh, a bit ago for, for a little luncheon celebration. And we were sitting outside. It was, it was after hours. We were a little after dark, have, feeling, feeling it and uh, safely, of course. And somebody rolls up in a car and a girl steps out. She's young. She's probably, she's at App State. She's got these holes in her jeans. And I'm like, hey, uh, did you get a discount for those? And she said, nice one, Grandpa. That was the first uh, time yes. it happened to me. It happened to me. So, yeah. uh, but you know what? I'm owning it now. Yes. I'm a dad. I'm going to rock the dad bod. I'm going to do it. And uh, <laughs> that's okay. But for the parent that's wondering, okay, what about at schools and resources potentially available? How big is, is, is the push from Huntersville PD for these SROs to really develop true relationships with students? That's the whole point of an SRO to begin with. Um, it, it, we, we are very selective in who we put in the schools. Uh, we want them to be able to have a good relationship with the students and the staff. And that is really the first time a lot of kids have interactions with the police. Of course, we want it to be positive and for the children and the students to be able to trust the police and come to us if they have information. And so uh, the role of the SRO is there to, to educate and to help um, navigate life for the students that are there. Um, I always say I'm the biggest cheerleader for our SROs. They've got the hardest job in the police department. Um, they have to deal with kids that are going through puberty. They've Ugh. got to go through, uh, you'll be there one day. Oh gosh, um, don't do that to me. Don't speak that over <laughs> me. <right now. laughs> uh, so they'll, you know, they have these bonds with the students that a lot of kids, they can remember their SROs uh, life for a lifetime. Um, and so 
uh, we place a lot of emphasis on that. And I see, I could see us in the next few years um, introducing SROs into our elementary schools, not just for a safety sake. That sounds kind of, some people might be taken aback by hearing an SRO in an elementary school, but really it's, you know, kids are getting introduced to stuff at younger, younger ages. And so for us to be there to be that first line of defense is helpful. I think back to, to school, and, and we were joking a little bit about being, you know, the cool kid or, mm-hmm. or the parents being, you know, oh, you're embarrassing me in front of my friends. <laughs> but when you get older, you have this realization, like, high school wasn't real life. Like, that's not really what the world is like once you're out. Like, man, I got to get a job. I got to live. I got to make some decisions. Like, my actions have consequences. So for the kid that's maybe thinking... I don't really want to tell on anybody else, or I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this. Uh, how how can they feel comfortable talking to an SRO? Like like what's the what's the mantra? Like if if they just came to the SRO and said, "Hey, I just I, I don't feel comfortable right now." Is, is the is the officer going to embrace them, or is it going to be more? Well, let's go talk in the back room and let me <laughs> hold on, put on the cuffs. Like what's it going to be like? No, I, I you know again that's why we're very selective of who we bring in. Um, we want we want the person to be able to be approachable and we want the students to be able to do that. And they, you know, if people want to remain anonymous, we do that all the time. I even encourage people to send us messages through our social media channels because some kids, that's the only way they know how to communicate is through uh, text or some sort of form like that. And so, um, you know, we just encourage that and, and they just need to know that if, if it's something they're not comfortable with and they need to, be able to speak to someone privately that there are avenues to do that either through private message on social media or, you know, sending the SRO an email, you know, anything to remain anonymous will be more than helpful to do that. Are you guys seeing an increase, do you think, of fentanyl cases these days? Is it kind of leveling off? What's it like for you guys internally as a department right now? I would say it's it's kind of level now because we had just, over the last three or four years, had an increase. Um, Was it like you know, a rapid and exponential increase over the past few years or slow, slow gradual? I think it was slow gradual, and but... You know, to the outside looking in, it may look rapid. I don't, you yeah. know, I, I can't really, I can't really speak on like. I mean, I guess going from zero to one is a hundred percent increase. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly right. And then, you know, as part of uh, part of our response to this too is we have we have had the ability um, through the support of one of our commissioners, um, Stacy Phillips. She she was really uh, played a prominent role in us having uh, Narcan. Um, every officer in our department's equipment Narcan now. Um, we've had four or five saves with Narcan. Wow. Um, and so that's been an important part in this also is that um, we're able to help people to overcome an overdose in a lot of instances. Um, we have not been immune, though, to the fatal doses that have happened as well. I think fentanyl is interesting because it's not just um, it knows no bounds of socioeconomic status either because it's in everything where we live in there. We're blessed in our area that we live in, right? There's no hiding it. Socioeconomically tend to be on the middle-class, upper middle-class side of the community. So what the stigma that fentanyl is only affecting one group, can you speak to that? You know, just dispel the myth. What's it, what's it really, who does it, it affect? It's totally a myth. I mean, it's, it, I said it earlier and doesn't know a stranger. Um, you know, if there's something out there to be abused, it will be abused. And, um, there's just no getting around that. And so, um, just recognizing that some of these other areas that, 
you know, when I talked about painkillers and stuff, you know, sometimes that's in the middle class and upper middle class neighborhood. So um, the the level of fentanyl use is not it it is not just in one section of town. If you're driving around, you said, oh. That looks like an area where there's probably fentanyl. Yeah. Um, it's it's anywhere. Yeah. Well, for you guys, and when you're analyzing the data, you said you're data-driven as far as the department goes. How do you guys analyze the data? Like, are there, is there a particular formula you guys are looking at? Is it purely just number of cases? Or kind of what are some of those metrics that, you know, you guys are forward-thinking about? Well, uh, you know, part of our investigations, you know, if somebody overdoses, we're trying to de- determine where that person got that drug from sure you know we're trying to backtrack on that and so you know even a lot of times we can look at that and 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 track you know where overdoses have occurred and maybe even track it down to somebody that might be known to us already or um you know we're able to follow up on those things and so um, we're just able to use that to see hey this is where overdoses are happening you know what's the common denominator and then start working backwards from there kind of taking the puzzle back apart individually and I, and I know that there's no doubt multiple ongoing investigations and and we would never attempt to try to you know get the details just for the story on that or anything like that but are you finding that from a dealing perspective are there dealers within Huntersville like are sure. there people you know originating the dealing sure yeah absolutely yeah it happens it it, it does yeah. and uh we have active investigations going on today as we speak. And so um, the, the big thing with that is that those just those take time. They're not, you know, just one person being affected by something. It doesn't make the speed of an investigation go faster. Um, it just is something that takes time that we have to put a picture together in order to be able to charge somebody. Working with other areas, we talked about that a little bit for our digital fam. Again, WSICnews.com, all the social platforms, if you want to go back and watch that digital fam. Working with surrounding areas, again, the uniqueness of Huntersville, you guys being the southernmost side of the kind of lake area directly adjacent to Charmec, what's that relationship like for you guys particularly? Because I would imagine a lot of it comes from Charlotte. I would just imagine the the way it flows, major city, right? We can, I don't want to get into human trafficking and all that's a conversation for another day that I've got concerns about. But from the drug perspective and the way it flows, am I correct in thinking that a lot of it probably flows from Charlotte just naturally? It probably does. I mean, um, you know, as the growth has happened, you kind of see that along with our crime stats, just in general, generally speaking, on the southern end. Um, but because we have such a great relationship with Charlotte, we're able to share those resources and uh, share information and share the tips. And um, there's not a day that doesn't go by that we don't, you know, reach out to one another. It's a two-way street in order to be successful. All right. Major Brian Vaughn of Huntersville PD been joining us in studio talking about a serious subject, fentanyl. Parents, don't be afraid to get involved with your kids. Don't be afraid to ask questions. They may not like you right now. Okay, I get it. I'm going to enjoy the time while my daughter still likes me, my son still likes me, but there will come the day I have no doubt when them hormones start raging. But you know what? It's better to ask questions and be involved than have the worst case scenario possibly happen, which unfortunately some families are feeling. Quite a bit of families. Right now they're talking about nationally, it's an epidemic. It's 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 taking over a lot of communities, and we want to prevent that from happening here. We want to preserve the great and wonderful area that we live in. So get active. Get involved. Major Vaughn, thank you so much. Real quick, 10 seconds before we go. How about horses at the schools for the officers for us? Oh, that would be interesting. Because then they could chase down, you know, the kid puffing the, the, the vape outside. Get him! And then you just start chasing them Galloping. Down. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Good morning, LKN. 844 Studio 4. A little news for you. Coming right back. 
Hand. Justin Kazepis. Flying on into 806. We are in the 8 o'clock hour. Thank you again to Major Brian Vaughn of Huntersville PD. Uh, a conversation that's not easy to have. Um, you try to be lighthearted as you can because when it doesn't happen to you, it seems distant. It seems like, oh, that will never happen to me. But as my kids continue to get older, I'm trying to be as aware as I can of what's happening. And even personally, look, you're out with some friends. You're having a good time. Someone's like, hey, try this. Have some candy. Have some candy. Look, you got to be careful. You just can't trust things the same way you, you could. This ain't, this ain't Woodstock anymore. The, the world is different. Right. It's not the same. And so you've got to be vigilant, particularly parents. Get involved with the kids. Get involved. Absolutely. Just have the conversation. Just I think have is, a conversation. The main just realizing the real dangers that are out there and thinking that it can't happen to you. I mean, it just has to be emphasized, re-emphasized, over-emphasized. Um, Look, and there were times back in the day at school. I'm not going to lie. Like, there were times when, when a kid would have something and you'd be like, we would be like, nah, I'm good. Like, not interested. All the time. Not interested. And, and I, I'm grateful for that decision-making that, that, that took place. And I want to impart that into my kids. It's okay to say no. It's okay to not do what your friends might be doing. That's well, not a bad thing. Right, because people do get wrapped up in high school is end-all, be-all. It's the... Right? I mean... That was my world. You know what I mean? That was it. That was right. my peak, Bill. High exactly. school was it's, my peak. It's harder... It's hard to get kids to visualize and understand life after high school and that there is so many more people than the, uh, you know, the people in your chemistry class or, or your math class or, you know, your school in general. So... Yeah, I didn't. I, I guess I will say I'm a little offended. You did. You didn't say like no, Justin. You didn't peak in high school. You just said yeah, yeah. You did. Sorry, uh, <laughs> you did not peak in high school. You are a glowing, glowing god. Well, okay. Wow. Uh, well, I do. I do appreciate the kind Godlike. words. Godlike. Yeah, I appreciate. I appreciate the kind words. Uh, I just want to make sure. An Adonis. Adonis. You're an Adonis. Okay. Is that who's that? I don't, I don't read. It's like a Greek. I'm over here trying to fix the microphone that Major Brian Vaughn broke, by the way, in here coming in the studio. No, yeah. I'm just messing with him. He didn't. He didn't. It's me. I I've, I meant to order the shorter or the longer uh, adapters here on the thread. You see how I just transferred? That was like magic right there. That was pretty good. It was nice. Uh, okay. Uh, national holidays. Let's what do, do you, it. What do you think? You think you think we just celebrate with a bunch of food things? What about like a, just a national food day? That would be pretty cool. Just a straight up national food day. And then you can you can just eat. Almost whatever you want. Doesn't mean you, you should, but you could. All right, let's look. August 31st. Today's holidays. Oh, my goodness gracious. This is going to be trouble. National Trail Mix Day. If I'm scarfing a snack, Trail Mix checks all the boxes. You got the peanuts. You got the raisins. You got the almonds. You got the M&Ms. Here's where they get me with Trail Mix, too. They have all these different versions now. I was at the store and I found this peanut butter version. National Trail Mix Day. They got all these different versions now. I love Ooh. Trail Mix. And it's dangerous now. I was just telling everybody that they have this peanut butter version now too. Yep. Where it's like, you know, peanuts, but then it's like peanut butter chocolate chips, little little chocolate ball stuff with peanut butter, basically knockoff Reese's. Right. 
marshmallows all wrapped into one. Correct. But you call it trail mix. Now it's not, you know. It's not an issue. It's not a problem. It's also it's not healthy. a problem. It's a little energy snack. Right. It's a portion <laughs> control, which is my problem, where I'll just open the bag. I'll lean back. Dump bag. Right, that's what I'm about to say. You gotta, you gotta drink it. That's how I do it. It's way easier. It, yeah. It's way easier to live that life. Yeah, I'll just drink it. Then, the, and then what we try to do at home with the kids, and, and I'm really bad about it. Here, here's a bucket. Let's pour some in a bucket so you can control how much you're gonna eat. Right. Then there's Daddy leaning behind the refrigerator, right. just guzzling down everything I can. Uh, eat outside day. All right, I can get down with that. I can do that. I can get down. So with if you're that. going to a restaurant today, if it's nice outside, assuming it's not going to be raining, I don't have any windows I can't see. Nice and sunny. Then sit outside. Yeah. It is that beautiful transition right now. You know that cool air is coming in. Right. Now there will be a couple humid days. I say that right, and I'll say like, it's humid outside. It's sticky. Justin said sit outside. Look, <laughs> it may be lunch. You can sit outside, and dinner you shouldn't. I don't know. Right. I can't control the weather around here. We all know it's it's a bunch of gobbledygook. The moment it hits the lake and it dissipates, it's not raining in Huntersville. It's raining in Cornelius. Not raining in Davidson. Downpouring in Mooresville. Right? Like that's just the day. Figure that's just, it out. That's just how it goes. Um, Malaysia is celebrating their Independence Day today. Cool. Are they? You feel not, like I feel like you had a thought enough. right there. Yeah, okay, I had a you had a I comment about, there. Yeah, I'm I was about to say something that I'm I was not on pins and needles. Yep. I was Sorry. waiting on it. No, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> International uh, Cabernet Day. Oh, I love wine, and just like you said, um, you know that weather starts to turn. I, I'll, I'll go. I get into these like wine, not benders by any means. <laughs> you know, runs. We'll call them runs. 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 Much better. Much better word. Where it's you know. It's going down. Yeah. It's a bad day to be a Cabernet. <laughs> Will you order wine at a restaurant? Like, are you down on that oh, live yeah, too? Absolutely. Like, no issue whatsoever. 100%. Yeah. Red, you're a red guy too. You like the like red. I do like some red. I do like some red. You're, you're a bold man. I don't, I never could grasp on the wine. Like, right. it just wasn't, it's a lot of sugar, I feel like, even though it's natural sugar, right? Don't get me wrong. I do feel like I start getting a headache before I even finish my right. first glass. That's kind of why I, I feel like I associate that sweetness a little bit more with the whites. Okay. Um, Red doesn't have that same effect for you? I mean, it definitely can. Okay. It definitely can. But um, Do you know, like, different brands of wine now at this point and, like, how to decipher a good wine from a bad wine? I just know how heavy the bottle is when it's empty. That's I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm not, I'm not that Talk about pouring up like trail mix, yeah. right? The yeah. trail mix style. Right. <laughs> trail mix wine bottle. Trail mix wine bottle. Uh, International Day for People of African Descent. Okay. Congratulations. Excellent. Uh, I have a uh, uh, Grace's sister. Her husband is South African. South African. Yeah. Yep. I have a friend from uh, App State that I used to hang out with. He was South African as well. Shout out Nethling Hirika. What'd you call me? Nethling Hirika. What'd you call me? And Melissa Hirika. Oh, it's a name. Yes. Got it. Okay, got it. Johannes, hope you're listening. International Overdose Awareness Day. Didn't even plan that with right. Major Vaughn. Right. Something to definitely be aware of, though. We need some awareness. Definitely. And you've got that today. Again, WSICnews.com, all the social platforms. You can go back and watch that interview. We will clip it with Major Brian Vaughn where we talked about fentanyl. Love Litigating Lawyers Day. Love me some good litigation. Love me a good lawsuit. You know what I mean? Indicted. Love me a good suit. You never know. Uh, you never know when it's going to come, and you got to be prepared. So, 
Uh, I'm not a fan of the litigation. I never did. Even though I'm an attorney, I never got into the litigation side. I have friends who who, who handle that and are good at it. Uh, it's a game that I never really found interest in playing. National Matchmaker Day. Now, is that matches in, like, couples or... Uh, this day raises a toast to the people who create happy endings for others. Hey, now. And uh, matchmaking is part of that. Extremely happy. Cool. Exciting time. So happy uh, Matchmakers Day. Good morning, LKN. 844-STUDIO-4. We got Brad Borders of Purple Heart Homes coming up at 815. Impromptu drop-in. We're going to have him on video stream. So WSICnews.com. You can watch the video. Also, all the social platforms. Check it out. And then we're going to have Joshua Doby, certified financial planner, provider, extraordinaire. All of it coming back. Good morning, OKM. Eight, 18. Rolling along in the morning if you're on your way to work. Hope you're having a good morning so far. We welcome you to join the conversation, 844-STUDIO-4. Joining now, we've got Brad Borders of Purple Heart Homes, also co-host of Putting the Pieces Back Together, airs every Thursday here on WSIC from 3 to 4 o'clock. Big show today, Brad. Big, big show today. You got local celebrities in studio today. Yes, uh, Rocky Lynn will be joining us uh, live in the studio today. Really excited about uh, having Rocky on today. Rocky and I actually grew up together. Um, we grew up 400 meters apart from one another, and we are the only two guys that are still living in our old neighborhood. Really? We're, we're the last holdouts. Oh, my goodness. So you said meters. I'm throwing off on meters. Convert that to feet for me real quick. You said 400 meters. A meter is more than a foot or less than a foot? Meters more more than a foot. Okay, yeah. uh, that's my military background. No, it's okay. Everything's in meters. <laughs> let's yeah. let's talk. And it just sounds better. It just sounds better than feet. It sounded official. I'm not going to lie to you. I just you know you know my simple minded brain can't can't keep up most of the time on this stuff. But uh, take that hill. You guys got that coming up in October. You're a big biker. Did you bike this morning already? Uh, it's already done. Yeah, training training is complete for today. So um, and uh, yeah, October the seventh, it's coming. So it's five weeks from Saturday, um, and we are super excited about. We got a we got a lot of people signed up. Um, you know, we've got a couple of uh, Medal of Honor recipients coming to uh, meet and greet and share their stories. Uh, the boys uh, Woody and Wilcox from uh, you know that other station in in uh, Charlotte are coming up. To, That's cool. Um, Coming up to do the after-party uh, award ceremony for all the top performers uh, from the day. Uh, there's a workout of the day if you don't ride bikes and you want to push yourself in a sort of a um, military-style workout, carrying heavy things. And a uh, guy named Joe Baker is going to run that. That's free of charge. You can sign up. Everything, everything um, is on our website at phhusa.org in the events tab. And you can go right to the registration page for it. That's awesome. Thanks. Real quick, we're going to check in with Jeff with iCats, rideicats.com. Jeff's on the streets for us right now, driving the express route to Charlotte. Jeff, how are the streets looking this morning? Um, from uh, uh, exit 23 going north on 77, uh, traffic is moving really slow, uh, backing up uh, seven, uh, 77 south uh, from 
uh, Cornelius down uh, is moving slow, but it is moving. Uh, there was an accident reported up around uh, exit 42 earlier. I don't know uh, if that's been cleared up, but uh, the traffic was moving slow through the Troutman area on 77 South. Okay, thank you, Jeff. And are you on your way back from Charlotte from the express route already this morning, your second round, or are you still down in the city? I am uh, in Huntersville right now, uh, coming up on exit 25. Okay, and if you're riding ICATS, that means you're cruising in the toll lane all the way up. $3 from Iredell County down to Charlotte, the express lane, rideicats.com. Jeff, we appreciate you checking in with us. All right, have a great day. You too, bye-bye. All right. Brad, had to get a look at the streets real quick. Had to get a look at the streets, let people know what's going on this morning around town. Uh, what, what's your favorite street in Statesville? Well, uh, you know, the street where I live, Edgewood Drive, that's my favorite street. But, uh, yeah, there are a number. Of, I, I, Race Street is one I really like because uh, when we were teenagers, there's a huge hump in the road. And if you went really fast, you could uh, sometimes catch air. But uh, we did that when we were teenagers. I don't do that anymore. But, <laughs> yeah, the, It's called the Race Street Hump. It's just up the hill from Mac Anderson Park. The legendary spot. There you go. All right, so Purple Heart Homes, give us the status. What's been going on in y'all's world these days? Obviously, Take That Hill, I'm sure, has taken, taken a good amount of your time. But what else is happening? Because you guys have a chapters all over the country, so I'm sure you can't just sit around and just wait on one thing. What's been going on? Well, we got a, we've got three, two other events besides Take That Hill. We've got our clay shoot that's coming up at Hyatt Farms uh, in, uh, in a couple of weeks, September the 13th. Um, folks can get involved with that if they want to. And then we've got our golf tournament, which is going to be at, uh, I think it's at Rocky River down in Charlotte um, in the third week in October. Um, yeah, our chapters are growing. We just finished our fifth project in Puerto Rico, um, which is huge. And I think probably the, the biggest thing we've got coming up for the next 12 months is our partnership with Montel Williams in Military Makeover on Lifetime TV. And so we are partnering with them with your uh, official charity of military makeover for the next uh, year. We're going to do four projects um, with military makeover uh, in different parts of the country. And the first one is going to be in uh, in the Dallas area. And the first show will air sometime around Veterans Day. And so uh, so that, that again, that's uh, military makeover with Montel Williams on Lifetime. That's awesome. Congratulations. That's very cool. So so then as the organization, as you guys continue to grow, you guys are doing a lot. You, I mean, and you guys care about the community. You care locally. And then you guys also maintain a military focus just nationally for people. Is there anything left to do besides just like Donna, Cape, and Cal and hang out? Like what else can, can Purple Heart Homes do at this point? You know, we're, we're probably uh, stretched a little bit beyond our, you know, our bandwidth for, a, you know, medium-sized nonprofit. But uh, I think what we can do is continue to message and continue to do good work um, and, um, and continue to grow. Um, you know, getting top talent to come work here uh, is, a, is a critical piece. Um, and, and then, too, I think, I think we've just kind of uh, remained um, – while we grow and have an actual reach, we've sort of kept the, you know, hometown uh, impact. Um, you know, we got involved with the uh, Veterans Treatment Court 
which is um, a restorative approach to justice for veterans entangled with the justice system. And that's that's going to start uh, on September 14th here in Idaho County. And uh, we're really excited about our, our, uh, our work there. Um, we have a lot of uh, veterans that are going to be participating in the mentor side of that thing. And so if anybody's interested in being a mentor, they can they can reach out uh, to me through our website. And uh, I'll be glad to talk to them about that. PHHUSA.org. That's the website, PHHUSA.org. And I got to listen to that episode. I was actually there in Studio A during that time with um, you had the DA there and who you went to. Did you go to the DA or ADA is who you went to school with um, years ago? DA. She's a little bit younger than me, but we all knew each other. But uh, yeah, Sarah's a longtime friend and, and our current district attorney. And uh, her ADA, Carrie Nitsu, is, is uh, she's fabulous. And uh, we're really excited. I mean, the whole the whole community really pulled together, you know, in the, with the justice side of things with judges and lawyers and probation and law enforcement uh, in clerk of court. Man, it's just been really good. And, and what do you see as, as Purple Heart Homes' role in that equation? That's, that's a multifaceted collaboration going on there. What do you guys see as the vision of, of Purple Heart Homes and how you guys are facilitating that vision? Well, one, the first one is I'm leading up the uh, mentor. Uh, I'm the mentor coordinator. So I recruit and train the mentors that come alongside the veterans that are going through the program. But the second thing that, that we offer is is uh, one of our first veterans that's coming through the court um, is going to be uh, spending some of his days um, working here at Purple Heart Home doing like it's not court ordered community service, but we wanted to offer a really positive place for him to be uh, while he's going through this process. And so for the next few weeks, he's going to he's going to help us uh, around uh, our facility here. Uh, helping with inventory and so we're really uh, excited to be a piece of that puzzle that you know hopefully we can we can provide a a place where people can give back and serve uh while they're going through their recovery process what what gives the passion for that in veterans like are you guys finding statistically veterans haven't had the opportunity to to, for these kind of resources or did you see a need What, what was it that gravitates you guys as purple heart homes toward this initiative I mean, it, uh, and personally for me, I, I gravitated towards it because I met a veteran who was struggling and, and um, um, you know, it's a long story, but uh, uh, the short story is, is that he was charged with a felony and there was no mention of his, of his service in combat and the loss of a lot of friends and the struggles that he has. No, no context given um, when, when he went through the, the, you know, the court system. And so I, I just felt like that. You know, everybody's got a story to tell, and and uh, while we want to make sure that accountability is there and justice is served, um, you know, the whole context needs to be told. You know, and and uh, most of the veterans that are eligible for this program came out of the military with honorable discharges, right? They served, they served honorably, you know, and then and then got in trouble post, uh, you know, post service time, probably because. They got isolated and didn't process very well what happened to them, um, and uh, you know just got you know knee deep and in, in the trouble that they didn't want to be in. Mm. 
Brad Borders of Purple Heart Homes, phhusa.org, excuse me, phhusa.org, also co-host of Putting the Pieces Back Together, airs every Thursday here on WSIC from 3 to 4. Wild group, wild group in that studio in Studio A in Statesville. A lot of hometown love. Uh, Brad, we really appreciate you. Uh, all the events, all the multiple things going on. You want to get involved with Purple Heart Homes, phhusa.org. I have yet to to find um, another group who, who truly cares about the local community almost as deeply as you guys do. Um, it's great to see non-partner or non-profit, excuse me, collaborate together. There are, there are several great ones in the area, but you guys do do something special, and uh, and we want to help promote that. PHHUSA.org. Brad, we appreciate your time, sir. Everybody have a great day. All right, we'll see you later. There you go. Brad Borders, Purple Heart Homes, putting the pieces back together. These guys are hilarious, by the way, too. Absolutely hilarious. We've got Joshua Doby up next, CFP. About to get to that financial financial insight. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll track Nancy Pelosi's stocks simultaneously. Let's find out. Good morning, LKN, 844 Studio 4. Morning, L Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazemis. 833 bills on the sticks. Thanks again to Brad Borders for, for popping by, letting us know about Purple Heart Homes, the things that they got going on. PHHUSA.org. Join now is so the, the smoothest voice in radio. You will not find a smoother voice. Joshua Doby, CFP, the man himself, North Main Financial Group out of Cornelius, North Carolina. Joshua, how are we doing this morning, sir? Uh-oh. That's how good that voice is, is it's just smooth. It's, it's almost non-existent. Just gets right there in the background. Uh-oh. Joshua, I can't hear you, but that's okay. Call right back, Joshua. Call right back. If you can hear me, let's do that whole, you know, when you lose the cell phone service, which happens to me all the time throughout this town. And then, and then, and then you know, you got zero bars, then all of a sudden it shoots up to five bars because you're in between two towers. Go ahead and give us a call back, Joshua. Give us a call right back. We're going to put you right back in. I think, I think what I'll do, too, is, is, is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask for financial advice right off the bat. I don't know if he'll like that or not. I'm going to ask for official financial advice the moment he's back on. No, I don't think he's there. But the whole cell phone service thing, right? It's, it's a real thing. When I drive around town and like I'll, I'll literally be like somewhere where like I had service. And so what we need, though, what we need are more towers. I'm sorry to, to bust the bubble to give you the bad news. But that's what it's going to take. Or people need to leave. Those are the two options. Or stop using devices. Throw away your device or build more towers. It's a conundrum. It's a bit of a conundrum, similar to what's going on right now. Bill, how are we doing? You look a little disheveled. Oh, no. Um, everything's fine. I just uh, let Mr. Doby know to give us a call right back. Okay, perfect. Not a problem at all. Uh, look, we talked about the Golden Bachelor. We talked a little bit about it. Uh, I, I was curious as to... The age of the individual that would be uh, listed as a contestant. And I think we've got some answers on that now, Bill. Go ahead and roll that all of you. 
I'm Peggy. I'm 69 years old. I'm Leslie. I'm 64. I'm Maria. I'm Susan. I'm Joan. I'm Sylvia. I'm Christina. I'm Faith. I'm Sandra. I'm 75 years old. Why are you ready to find love now? <sighs> I've been ready for a long time. <laughs> we'll have a mental picture of what a 73-year-old person is and what they look like, which is not me. We're still fun. We have a lot of zest for life. You know, I don't watch anything with old people on it because I don't want to get old. <laughs> Do you believe I'm looking for a love adventure with a cherry on top. All right, so I don't I, they listed some of the ages of the Golden Bachelor. Uh is Joshua back on the phone now? Not quite. Okay, not quite. We're working on it. Um Okay, so we'll get back with him. I was going to ask him well, if he's making bets fi for financial advice, who's he betting on winning and the Golden Bachelor? I don't know if he'll play with that or not. We'll find out. So, no. but I they said some ages. See, they they Joshua, kept him pretty Josh, high. Joshua Dobie doesn't gamble. He he makes calculated decisions. No, I know that. That's that's what I uh, that's what I really appreciate about him is he's not willing to say like, hey, I'm not I'm not about to be just out here just throwing haymakers. Like we're not we're not risking the whole portfolio because you read an article about Bitcoin. Like that's not about to happen. <laughs> There's a lot of people living that life. And if, and if you think that, that, that that's the life you want to live, I can tell you then Joshua Doby is not the one that you want to hang out with. Not that he won't talk about it with you, because he loves talking about the markets, and we enjoy his conversations. So his show, Dollars and Cents, Joshua Doby of North Main Financial Group, 4 to 5 o'clock every Thursday, Dollars and Cents. You can listen to him. We're working on getting him on the phone, and, and even if we got to do it next segment, that's fine. It's not, it's not the end of the world. I, I, I'm curious to hear some of these earning reports that are coming out, right? We got some of that. What, Salesforce? That's a pretty big one. Yeah, we got Salesforce. In the Lulu technology Lemon. field. Lulu? Lulu. How they doing? Not too bad. Not bad, huh? And, and, and you want someone who follows the markets, actually, right? Like, you go asking me about the markets, I'm like, I'll make something up. So I'm not the guy you ask about no. the markets. That, that's me. You don't want to ask me those kind of questions. Joshua Doby and his team, that's who you want to ask. You want to ask them on their outlook on the markets and what they think, futures, et cetera, et cetera, depth of knowledge. And here's the other thing, too, that's pretty cool. The level that Joshua Adobe is at, he's got access to particular products that just you and you and me as individuals, we just don't have. And so, and, and, and so you've got to have someone who's got the tools and the resources. Joshua Adobe, his team, North Main Financial Group, they have those resources and they've got those relationships and they've got those abilities and access to products. So give them a call. See what you think. Is a CFP? That's pretty hard to get. That's not an easy test. Definitely not an easy test. Now, I'm not looking to take another test, but it's one that, that's respected. And so, so we've got Joshua Adobe on the phone now, North Main Financial Group. Joshua, the pressing question everybody is wondering about who do we put a bet on using the Caesars Palace app and a VPN here in North Carolina for the Golden Bachelor? Who should I be betting on to win? Justin, first of all, good morning and good morning, LKN. You are probably asking the least qualified person in North Carolina to, uh, to advise on, on something like that. <laughs> I am not sure I even know the show that you're describing. So, Golden Bachelor? You uh, haven't heard of Golden uh, Bachelor? You, you know, I, I've only heard it by name. If you ask me for any other details, I, I'm going to fail miserably uh, here for you this morning. So I, 
I apologize. I have, I have absolutely no insight whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're, you are, you, sir, are, are, are quite a specimen. You're first off your voice. Bill, Bill sends me pictures of your levels from your show. You know, the audio levels, they're the cleanest levels on oh, radio. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. They're the cleanest levels that exist in radio, sir. So we will say thank you for that. Uh, so, so then let's get into the personal life of Joshua Doby. People know you from North Main financial group. Uh, you're obviously a wizard as it relates to financials, um, a guru an expert in many areas. But what's like your favorite trash TV show that you and your wife make watch might watch when you catch a minute at night or on the weekend? Give us that. Yeah, yeah. Again, a swing and a miss, Justin, for uh, for me because I, I don't watch much television at night. Now, periodically, uh, we, uh, my my wife will will bring me something, especially one of these um, uh, shows uh, that's about. Yeah, something that's in my industry or something she thinks we, we, we may like to watch. I'll, I'll tell you, we, we did watch the one uh, here recently, Ballers. I think it's Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, is a, uh, oh, yeah. say a sports agent. Yeah. And uh, I, I'll tell you, that was, that was interesting only because of my limited involvement with folks in professional sports. Seems pretty close to reality. Uh, at least what I know uh, about the industry. So that one was pretty entertaining uh, here uh, that we watched recently. I'm curious, what was the moment in life for you that you knew like you wanted to be in financials? Like if you think back to, to your days, whether that was college, high school, or growing up as a kid, like when was that moment for you? Yeah, great, great question, Justin. And, and I actually uh, did have a moment or let, let's say a, a collection of moments in a, a relatively tight time frame. Uh, I went to a small Division three school and uh, and played football there, and uh, and then in my junior year, I uh, had uh, had another pretty serious knee injury, and that ended that uh, that that pursuit as uh, as I was doing. Not that it was going to extend beyond college, but certainly it's so far as as my football life was concerned. And uh, I, I knew I wanted to get into this industry primarily because of some experience in college and some folks I knew who were already in the industry. And, uh, and they allowed me the opportunity to, uh, to have an, an internship while I was still in college. So I actually started in this business when I was 19 years old, 20 years old. So, uh, so I, I got a taste for it while even while I was in college and was pretty immersed in it through, uh, through my final two years of school. Uh, and, uh, and then I knew uh, really along the way, certainly as I graduated, that uh, this was definitely my life's work. And, uh, and I was really really enthusiastic, uh, especially for a young guy who, uh, who is just starting out. But, uh, but that enthusiasm probably carried me through some thinner times. Thinking through the market, the way it works, like I, the old saying, the market is cyclical. The market is cyclical. Sure. What, what's been like a moment where you've, you've seen multiple cycles of the market that you said, hmm, this, this feels different. Are there any particular time frames that just felt different compared to a normal cycle? Yeah, and another great question, and, and definitely, uh, th there have been uh, a couple of those time frames. Generally speaking, though, the mantra of cyclicality is very real, meaning that uh, a lot of things that we see, especially on a day-by-day, week-by-week, year-by-year basis, are things which we have experienced many, many times previously. But I'll say 2008-2009 was definitely different. And it was different, not so much because you know, we were having a negative market, because negative markets can and do uh, definitely happen. But, uh, but when we look at the reasons for it and the fragility 
of the of the overall financial sector during that time and the kinds of moves that needed to be made by Congress during that time, that was one of those ones that stood outside the box. Mm. Joshua Doby. We're speaking with Joshua Doby of North Main Financial Group out of Cornelius. He also hosts the show Dollars and Cents here on WSIC every Thursday from 4 to 5 o'clock. What you got going on today, uh, Joshua, on the show? Are you going to talk about how this hurricane is just destroying the market, or, or what are you going to hit on today? Yeah, great, great question. We are going to touch on that today, and, and not so much uh, from the obvious tragedy of destruction that, that took uh, took place in Florida here over the last couple of days, but really looking at it from the financial aspect. Uh, as you know, and many folks already know, uh, insurance, property and casualty insurance for uh, both residential and commercial uh, dwellings on the coast is already a very, very challenging issue. Every time there's another big storm like this, it becomes a more challenging issue. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and then also possibly what may be an infusion from uh, the federal government in terms of helping folks get uh, get regrounded and, and uh, to build again. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about going back to school kinds of things. We're going to be talking about, uh, yes, kids going back to school, but then perhaps from a financial standpoint, even bigger, uh, federal student loan payments are going to start up here again. And I've mentioned that in a couple of shows, uh, hopefully to get folks prepared, but those are going to be ramping up again here in 30 to 60 days. So if you've got federal student loans that you've probably had deferred for the last three years, those are going to come back online again, and you want to make sure those are part of your budget. So we'll be talking that. We'll be talking markets. We'll be talking about how we're looking at it uh, in through the third quarter and the fourth quarter of this year. Not financial advice, and that's the whole mantra. Everyone needs to consult their own financial professional. But if for someone who, let's say, doesn't have a financial professional or, or, or they're, they're learning about finances or they're learning, they want to learn, what is it that you'd say makes North Main Financial Group unique compared to many of the other financial planners and partners throughout the community? Yeah, great, great, great question, Justin, because there are dozens, hundreds, thousands here in the, in the Charlotte metro region who can and do the exact same things that we do. Uh, we work very hard, though, on the personal relationship aspect of things. We like to think of our approach as, as hyper-personal, uh, meaning that uh, we don't just apply a metric or uh, a, a specific set of either planning doctrine or of investment structure or portfolio matrix on, on everybody. We truly do make a customized look at what everybody does and then also recognize, not just a point of entry but along the way, that life happens positively and negatively. So we need to be flexible enough and aware enough and paying attention enough to make sure that what we're doing is able to work through those inevitable highs and lows of life. All right, Joshua Doby, North Main Financial Group, also host of Dollars and Cents that airs every Thursday here on WSIC, 4 to 5 o'clock. You can also watch Joshua Doby, WSICnews.com, all the social platforms, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, which also is now known as X. Maybe maybe, maybe Joshua will hit on that as far as is the name change hurting the stock at all or anything <laughs> like that. Or now that it's private, I guess it doesn't matter, right? So a lot of financial insight. That's yeah. right. That's right. Joshua, we appreciate your time, sir. Look forward to your show today. Appreciate you, Justin. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. You too. All right, Joshua Doby. Giving you that insight into the market today is going to be no different. Digital fam, we're just going to stick here because we're about to return to the radio fam, so we'll just stick here with it.
Bill, what's your what's your take? You excited about the show today for Joshua? Fired up. Woo! He'll get you going. All right, Radio Digital Fan, we're gonna rejoin radio right now. Good morning, LKN continues now on WSIC. News talk now. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis, 848. Bills on the sticks. Thank you again to Joshua Doby, North Main Financial Group, also host of Dollars and Cents, airs every Thursday here on WSIC from 4 to 5 p.m. Do you think I threw him off with like the whole smooth voice thing in the beginning there? Like you got it, like he didn't really, he didn't really bite on that. That was, that's been the joke usually. Well, he knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. I mean, them levels are perfect. They are week in and week out. It makes you talk about editing, baby. That's that's that makes. I don't have to (laughs) (laughs) clip the front, clip the end, call it a day. That's not bad. Well, it's a big day in general because the lineup is strong. You know, WSIC does more local than anybody. Have you figured that out yet? I mean, I mean, toe to toe, put us against anybody. Who does more local than WSIC? We are a platform. That's what we do, baby. We've chosen to keep it hyper local. And the best part. Is as soon as you know, I stop hurting your eardrums at nine o'clock. You've no. got you've got one of the best voices in radio as well, one of the kindest souls in radio, Pat Shannon, host of the Home Ad Show. Best in the biz. Best in the biz. You got to buy something, sell something, trade something. Maybe you found kittens and mittens. Maybe you're looking for kittens and mittens. Maybe some mittens for your kittens. Maybe you need a combo. Maybe, maybe you've been working on something. You need some advice. Maybe it's your anniversary. Maybe it's your anniversary. Maybe it's your birthday. You definitely want to be calling into the home ad show because Pat's going to put your name on the list, spin the big wheel at 1045, and you're getting prizes. My mouth just started watering because my brain follicles remembered Daylight Donuts and Pumpkin Spice Donuts come out next week. I don't know what I'm going to do when I get my, 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 my mouth on it. It's gonna get a little weird. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to do like that moment, you know, like when you're sitting with a friend and like you're eating lunch, and like you know awkwardly like one person's just like talking while the other one eats pretty consistently, and then you'll maybe you'll trade off. It might be that moment where I don't care who's talking, I'm shoving that donut down my goose. Right, it's just business. It's just straight. It's straight this work. Is this is work. You're gonna be quiet. <laughs> is, that's usually the gauge of how good it is. Is if everybody's right. silent. Right. And I have a feeling there won't, you could hear a pin drop in the room when them donuts fire off. Mm-hmm. But then you also got to remember Lake Mountain Coffee. You get a free coffee or smoothie. And then Boxcar Grill. I drove past the Boxcar Grill yesterday, by the way. Okay. I was in Statesville. I drove past the Boxcar Grill. I said, shout out Boxcar Grill. I pointed at it. I didn't have a microphone in front of me. But I said it because I believed in it. There it is. Free salad bar. So you just go from Daylight Donuts you just head on back to 40, go another exit or two, pop, pop, get you a salad to polish off that donut. Love it. And you can wash it down with a smoothie or coffee back at downtown Statesville with Lake Mountain Coffee. That's what you can do. That's not a bad day. Then that's just one show. That's from 9 to 11, Monday through Friday. Then at 11 o'clock today, uh, about town, Mayor Washam of Town of Cornelius. I believe he's going to be back in today. He's been gone the past two weeks. Yep. I believe he's back in town, and so he will be here today. That's at 11 o'clock. Looking I saw forward him. to him. I saw him on Friday at Canyon Cox. You did? Yes. Did you say hey to him? I did. Okay, good. Was his was his beautiful wife there as well? Um, I believe so. I did not. I, I met him in passing, so okay. I, I did not get to meet his beautiful wife. Okay. But he was there, smiling, shaking hands. Good. 
Yep. And did he look, was he rocking? Like whenever, like, did you take a look over and like see him? Like, was he like head banging with Kanan Cox at all? Oh like, yeah, he was doing some knee pads. He was getting it. Oh, the knee pad. No, that's a classic right there. Okay. And then noon to three, we've got Todd Starn show. Airs every Monday through Friday. Noon to three. And then at three o'clock, we spoke with Brad Borders earlier. Purple Heart Homes hosting their show. Presented by Purple Heart Homes. Putting the pieces back together. Great show talking about veterans. They're talking they about got that. a lot of good things going on. They got a lot going on. They Montel got a Williams? lot. Lifetime? Yeah. That's pretty big, right? TV. These guys are getting to TV now. That's big time. Got to remember your, you know, remember your family, you know what I mean? Right. When, you, when, you get, when you make big time. Right. You know? So uh, we're looking forward to that show. Uh, always look forward to that show. Great. If you're a veteran, if you know a veteran and there's needs, uh, Purple Heart Homes connects you to, 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 to what you need from a resources perspective. They know what's going on because people tell them, right? Because they're an organization that that's the field they work in. So people keep them informed and they want to keep you in the community informed. So reach out to them if you've got questions or if you've got needs. If you're a veteran, uh, you talk about someone being on your team, that's who you want on your team right there. No doubt. And then 4 o'clock, the man himself, Joshua Doby. He will be in studio, dollars and cents, again, every Thursday, 4 to 5 o'clock. Not financial advice. But you better believe I'm 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 listening. You right. better it believe I'm listening. It will give you some confidence. You will um, in, in decision making, and you know, like he was talking about with the uh, the uh, student debt. Yeah, that's pretty wild, student, right? Student loans coming back around. Uh, that's something that you know, if you haven't been paying it for a while, you don't. You know, it's out of sight, out of mind. I believe the has the interest been accumulating too on those things too. I think I think that's all part of the conversation as well. Even though you haven't had to pay it. I think interest has still been accumulating. Right, so it's about to come back around. I could be wrong. Around. Don't about, don't quote me on that, but about to come back around, plan accordingly. Little little you know gems like that. He's got plenty. And you got to think about it, right? Because if you if you haven't been paying that bill for a while, and you're in this kind of you know uh, mindset routine of not paying it, and now you're going to have to pay it, well, that's going that's going to hit the wallet. That's going to hit the wallet and change change the spending habits real soon. What's the effect of that on the local market? Will be the question. Right. That's why it's important to prepare. You you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Ooh. That's what I say about my golf swing. Still haven't figured that one out yet. Working through it. Just practice. That's right. And then you got Brian Summers on Monday through Friday. I don't want to forget to give him love because he's on every day, though. Brian Summers are on the record with Brian Summers from Studio A in Statesville. And you talk about the most local man in town. It's Brian Summers. Right. It's almost, it's about to be Brian Autumn. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting real close. Yep. We're getting real close. And, and no doubt he's going to bring bring the heat today on his show as well as he does every day. And then you got Joe Berg, WSIC sports director, the scoreboard with Joe Berg, the insight. We're getting close to that weekend. You know, it's Friday Eve right now. So it's a big day to, to kind of prepare for the weekend. Uh, do, are we into regular season in NFL now, or, all, or is there still some preseason left? I don't think there's any more preseason. I think they got this weekend off and then. Oh, it's a weekend off. Right. Speaking of, it's a Thursday. Next it week, is. we got to do something for Panthers Day. Oh. Give him a little. There it is. That's oh. a first down right there. Yeah. <laughs> I can't first down. That. You can give him that growl. <laughs> that's pretty good right there. I don't know. No, no, that's that good. I think you did good, right, man. That was really good. Thanks, no, that was really good. Right, wait till regular season. I wonder how, like, if, like, there's a passing between, like, the Charlotte FC players and the Panthers players, like, at the Bank of America Stadium some days, and they, like, look at each other. Sir, your sport is weak. Football. 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 And that's where I was at. I think I can address this whole football, football 
Correct. Conundrum. That's where you chime in. That's where I throw in. Out of nowhere. Nobody asked for the opinion, (laughs) but I'm going to give it. Yep. F-U. No, 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 no. F-O-O. Right. That's how you saw it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Everybody calm down. Right, right. I was. (laughs) (laughs) You see? You got to be careful. You got to be careful. Yep. Yep. And there's a lot of international folks uh, on on Charlotte FC team, right? Soccer is pretty much an international game. It's the world's game. And there's a, the, so you got to culturally, there's some differences. Sure. We don't all act the same. Hey, but they all know ball. They, you know? they they do. They know ball. But they can't use their hands in football. Correct. But in football, they can use their hands. It's encouraged. It's well, it's it's almost a necessity. Almost. <laughs> Unless you're running that wildcat. You think Panthers are going to hit that wildcat hard this year? You think it's going to finally work? I doubt it. That it's going to work, or that they're going to try it? I doubt it. I I don't really see them trying it. I don't think they should. I don't know wh- why we're talking about the Wildcat offense right now. <laughs> what else you want to talk about? Man, we could talk about anything. Yo, should we should we hit a Idalia? Idalia coming through. Like we talked about the hurricane and the destruction. Joshua Doby bringing up the uh, um, insurance side of things. That's a big factor uh, if you're thinking about properties and 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 everything that comes along with that. That that's a that's a big deal. And, and so learning about the insurance side and how when a major storm comes through, well, that, that's a bit of, of a conundrum you got to face. And, and I, that's the part where I couldn't imagine owning property in Florida, especially particularly in a flood zone. I mean, you, you're just, you are just asking for, for it at that point. So, but there's a lot of people that live there, and they love it. And, and you know, more power to them. It's America. Choose where you want to live. You know what's pretty funny right now as far as like choosing and making decisions? Did you hear this new rap song? You, uh, no, I have not heard this new rap song. What rap song? Donald Trump? Hit, hitting the airwaves? It's, it's, it's pretty fire. It's made it to uh, number two on the iTunes chart. But here's the thing. is It's, it's not really Donald Trump. It's AI. It made it to number two. Number two on the iTunes chart. Go ahead, roll that audio, Bill. Mega, 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 I am not who they are after. I'm just in the way they want to get to you, but I won't let them cold-hearted. No, I'm artist, getting back to where I started. I don't need to do the race. I'ma beat them Rico charges. And if I go to prison, you can't do me like the Clintons. I'll be laid up, eating steak with Secret Service, chilling, screaming, orange man bad, the whole world mad. dropping that fire baby dropping it that's a mic drop song right there number two on itunes chart right there what a time to be alive and and i was trying because it's ai so i was trying to like listen you know is it trump's voice i think it is trying to be trump's it's it's right on the edge you know what i mean it's kind of like but it's it's president trump rapping like it's his rapper voice right you've got to acknowledge like it's not his speaking voice I think that the AI could have done a little bit better with some of the rhetoric, though it was fire. It's a new technology. Don't get me wrong, that song is fire. I think, though, like he should have thrown in like a huge, right? Like something should have been in there that really like resonates with the bass. Although that one's pretty strong. That one's not bad. And that was my question, too. The AI, me and the AI must be synced up. They must be listening to me because that was my question is if he goes to prison, what's the Secret Service do? It's a great question. Because, like, it's kind of a conundrum. Like, hey, I've been in, but, like, you got to protect me. Like, who, whose side are you choosing right now? It's almost Friday. Friday. That's tomorrow. 
That's tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. The three-day weekend is just about here. Are you ready? Labor Day! I'm so ready for this. I'm serious, man. Bring it on. Good morning, LK at 844 Studio 4. We'll see y'all manana. Pat Shannon's up next, but also a little national news to get your morning started. We love you, my kid. The new 1059 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.